Hello, uh, this is Kamaljeet Singh. I'm speaking from Dehradun. Uh, can you all hear me? Well, today I would like to speak about myself and specifically I would like to communicate on a matter as during lockdown uh, for a professional or for, the ma or for that matter anyone else. How is he going to spend the time truthfully and constructively? Well, as far as, as I am concerned, I am a professional, I am a lawyer, so I have been quite busy during before lockdown, but uh, during lockdown things have changed and we need to adapt ourselves to the uh, conditions now which have been laid before us. Now these conditions, irrespective of the conditions, lockdown conditions, as a professional I feel we could prepare our cases well and you take up online work say and most of the people who come have problems relating to will so the people are now gearing up to prepare wills so that they can dispose of the properties which they have both movable and immovable in their best interest for their children for their loved ones so these are factors which are coming up during lockdown having considered all these aspects uh, you can prepare these matters online, you can send them, you can vet documents, you can prepare cases, file online cases and argue cases in the High Court virtually. Uh, well, after a certain time, say about three or four when the uh, cases are all over and supposing you are alone, how to spend the day? Well, uh, with my experience, I would say I would like to sleep for about an hour, then do a bit of exercise, walk up and down because it's not possible to go out since I have a, uh, there's plenty of land in my house. Well, after doing all this at about 6 o'clock, you feel you need to do something differently. Now, differently would be talking to your close friends, discussing the matter, discussing your own problems. So these factors come up and then as like yesterday there was a huge wind, some trees were uprooted, uh, electric wires had snapped. So a situation came which we were not prepared for and specifically when a person is alone, how do you prepare yourself for a situation like this? You have to wait till the morning and then things when they cool down, get over these problems. As far as this problem was concerned, this is a very rare problem but during normal days how do you spend the day watch a movie watch a program uh, discuss matters with your friends and I feel uh, you can spend a day fruitfully despite your being alone in the house and definitely when your children are out say in US England or anywhere else you could communicate with the children there's a 12 hours difference of time as far as California is concerned and India is concerned. So you could speak in, at night, it will be morning there. So you could spend and invariably a lot of people have a lot of friends or relatives who are staying out. So a day just passes on. But despite this, in spite of this, uh, the cooking factor is also very important. Uh, I have been looking into programs like Food Food and other programs, looking how to make and experiment new uh, 
new recipes and uh, I've enjoyed working this. So I would say uh, cooking food, working on it, experimenting new recipes uh, really helps. Whether vegetarian food or non-vegetarian food, things work out very, very well. So going ahead from that, I wanted uh, him to just uh, talk about and reflect on his routine in life. And uh, I also was uh, having a word with him before we started uh, talking on the podcast that uh, what is the best possible way to, uh, you know, analyze a situation which you are being faced with. And out here, the situation is of a... Uh, a, a healthy person with a, a very very active fertile mind and a person who has an occupation which also keeps them busy relatively for uh, the first half or part of the day but despite uh, having everything in place you know there are some loopholes or some gray areas in a person's life which I wanted him to speak about which need to be looked into and worked upon. For example, you know, when I was talking to him, he said that, you know, the evenings become quite quiet and uh, sometimes they could be dull and the monotony sets in. It gets a bit boring and it gets a bit lonely. Like, for you know, the storm was there last night and the electricity snapped. So normally a person in a house has the lights on, the fan is uh, on, the ACs are on, the TVs on, the music is on. So there's a little bit of noise around you. Something or the other is switched on and you keep yourself occupied. Either you watch, uh, watch TV or you listen to the radio. So we are in a way dependent on certain things in our environment situationally which keep us occupied. But what if there is no electricity in the night? The inverters conk off. You know, maybe uh, the electricity snaps off and it doesn't get rectified for more than two days. And the dependability on the inverters also doesn't really work out because they also conk off eventually. So what do you do? How do you keep yourself occupied? And you're not, you are a social person, but you just can't suddenly get up and go to people's place because of the situation of uh, what is happening in the world right now. And without, uh, you know, in case you have been regularly going to somebody's house, then it's a different thing. But out of the blue, you just think that, okay, how do I pass my time now? Should I go out or should I not go out, you know? So these things also kind of work on a person's mind. How do you socialize in a non-social environment right now with the current situation? person wants to go out, dine out meet friends but you have to curtail on that also so then comes the point of having a hobby or a pastime but keeping those aside if you're just sitting quietly all by yourself silently how is it that you kind of nurture your own mind and your being with yourself in the most positive manner how do you live with the silence? So I think one needs to enjoy the silence also at times. One should just let the mind go and take a break, take a rest and enjoy the nothingness, the emptiness. But how do you do that? It's a very, very tricky question. 
I have learned it the hard way also. How do you do that? You have to learn to enjoy being with yourself. You have to learn to love your company first. And you have to keep your mind and your surrounding so happy and positive that even if you are doing nothing, you're just idling, whiling your time away. You're doing nothing. You have nothing around you. But the peace inside is what will reflect on the outside. So one needs to lay down the questions, lay down the unrest and just be at peace, be in harmony with whatever the situation is like and read into it. Reading does not mean just reading a book, a textbook or uh, reading the lines on a page. Reading into a situation is also very, very important and reading what is good, taking the best out of what is around you. So talking about this, I also spoke about counting your blessings. The moment you start thinking and going on that path, you will come back from the dark path. What we start doing is we start dwelling on what we do not have, the have not. Let's not dwell on that. Let's dwell on what we have. We have electricity, we have a roof on our head, we have beautiful green plants around us. We have the sound of the crickets which I can hear right now outside. And we have food on our plate. We have a good uh, environment around us. There's no bickering happening, nobody fighting, nobody running around uh, yelling at the top of their voice, disturbing our environment. So these are the haves. So if you start thinking of the haves and not the have-nots, maybe the same situation starts looking less grim and starts looking more beautiful. So what I started doing in the evenings was I put up a routine for myself and I said, all right, so if you have been cooped up inside the house all day, take a break. Go out for 15 minutes, even if you're going by yourself, go out for a walk. Come back, have an exercise regime routine, uh, another 15 minutes gone. That will rejuvenate your uh, physical being also. And it will also motivate you to do better the next day. Have a routine the next day. That is why routines are there. Then involve yourself in something challenging. For me, cooking was challenging because I have only been very good at cooking up stories and not food. But then I took it up as a challenge. I said, all right, let me make the best use of this time and learn how to cook because the servants were not uh, easily available. And then we had a little bit of time, much more than what we had because we were not going out. So this is just an example, just an example. So set, in, set a target, set, set a challenge for yourself, which will keep you mentally challenged and occupied and you enjoy the... Uh, aftermaths or whatever benefits you get out of it like if, if it's just cooking or painting or for women there are plenty of things but for men also singing uh, listening to their favorite music digging up old records uh, calling up old friends setting up a little group voice uh, video chat so all these things will really really be helpful so off on that note, I hope this talk helps the people who are sitting all by themselves and it makes them feel better. Bye-bye. Hi, everybody. I'm back again and 
the venue is Dehradun and it's June 22. The summer was quite harsh but thankfully since yesterday there has been a mild breeze and today a slight stormy breeze and the birds are rejoicing. I can just spot a little cute little green parrot lots of greenery around because the soil of Dehradun is so fertile and so beautiful. The vegetation around the old houses gives home to many many little cute little birds. I was fascinated by the sound of one a while ago. I was waiting if it could be heard but it seems to have just gone away probably looking for another tree. And I'm back with my very very favorite old friend who is not old as such. I said old friend means I've known him for a long time now, but the youngest at heart and many can learn from him a thing or two. And here we go to advocate Kavaljeet. And we are going to talk randomly about things, about life. Let's see what you gain out of it and what you lose in the process. But I don't think the loss would be much because nobody loses much, everybody gains when we communicate with each other. We gain something or the other from each other, that is why it is said that man is a social animal and we must socialize. It not only um, helps people get over things easily, it heals a lot of people. It clears your vision, your mind, your confusions in life. And of course you learn by examples of others. We are all different. We all have been brought up in different situations. Life treats each one of us differently. Some of us uh, may be uh, carrying burdens for a long time. Some of us may face the burdens of something or the other in the coming times. But life always becomes easier when you have somebody to talk to to discuss things with and somebody who is genuine and nice to you. So I think the bottom line in life is be nice to others and be nice to yourself starting with your own self. What do you have to say about that? Over to you. Uh, Tina, it's really wonderful listening to you, to your words of wisdom. I as an individual feel uh, that communication does help in growing and also in evolving as an individual. I have gone through a period where I feel uh, I needed to discuss things, debate things and it brings some solace and happiness in you. Besides, it evolves you as an individual and it also develops in personality. Having lived for a pretty long time, and when I look back, uh, life has been beautiful. Of course, period of turbulence is always there, and you face that turbulence bravely and effectively. Having gone through that period also, one after a span of a few days, a few months, a few years, feels that period was beautiful because it brought the best out of you. So the bottom line or the crux of the matter is one shouldn't run away from a problem but should face it bravely and effectively. It brings the best out of you because this is what really life is and the true meaning of life is this. 
it cannot be a bed of roses all through secondly as a professional also i earn through my communication and how i communicate how my as far as my cases are concerned as far as my arguments are concerned uh, they are done in a very normal manner one doesn't have to shout and scream and yell to bring a point home uh, what is necessary be normal in your expression and exp- and express in the best possible manner so that you are understood and for a lawyer it's very important or for that matter any professional or a person who's involved in motivating others i think a person who motivates is also like a lawyer he tries to present his matter in the best possible manner with the hope that he is able to make things understand by a person who is there to judge you at times a person who is trying to judge you may not be able to understand but uh, this is how a person or an individual is tested so it doesn't bring to rest things which you do not want to intimate or divulge but definitely uh, communication as it continues also starts evolving you into a better human being something very very interesting uh, came up to my mind you know uh, i think i don't know where i've probably spoken about it or maybe written it in some uh, place maybe in one of my stories or in one of my poems i don't remember but when we were talking about uh, cases and arguments and judges and uh, communication don't you think uh, law is actually just like real life you have people judging you all the time you need communication you have cases coming up with people you have culprits and victims <laughs> so isn't it a very funny thing that you know in actual a person without a degree is also a judge people are always judging yes, you yes. <laughs> you are absolutely right you know mm-hmm. when you are there mm-hmm. in a court uh, you are an absolutely different person you trying to communicate so as to bring home the fact that you are absolutely right and your client is correct though in real life it may not be so Uh, well communicating in any other manner whether as a teacher or of any other profession uh, one is always trying to prove that he is the right person and there can't be any one better than him even if you are sitting and having tea or having a lunch so when a discussion comes in one tries to bring forth that he is really the right person and he knows everything they can be and, and in communication it has help you don't want to listen to anybody you want to prove that you are the best but it should not be so you must be a good listener and any person who is a good listener is a better communicator this is the result i have come to even as a lawyer okay another funny thing which just came to my mind right now when you were saying that you know uh, what did you say that uh experience of many years or something i've yeah. been here for yes. a long time hai na yes, yes yes but you know what uh, i would like to tell my listeners you cannot be saved from the judges and from the cases in real life because uh just a while ago we were discussing even uh, having lived so long you're still being judged aren't you well, absolutely right <laughs> absolutely you know you know it does happen yeah. and you know uh, judges are not always right i uh, feel they are always wrong acha because they are always wrong because they get swayed by hmm. a particular argument which hmm. is not really true hmm. so getting no, swayed no we are also talking about the gossip queens around town oh, well the gossip queens are always there without gossip nothing really comes out and 
to have the best come out of you yeah. the gossips are very very important gossip mm-hmm. queens or the mm-hmm. gossip kings mm-hmm. are there to mm-hmm. uh, judge you differently mm-hmm. like the social media i'm not saying and you must keep your windows open in yeah. order to look outside what's happening around yes. in the next because you're always judged you are also yeah. judged by people who are not there a part of you yeah. uh, don't you wonder up. you wonder sometimes yes it does it does like it does, uh, it does happen uh, you are being judged by people who are there in some other matters yeah. who have nothing to do with the matter but you are also being judged by them you are being judged by onlookers you are being judged by professionals yeah. so you are always put to test you are always put to test and you are always uh, you know part of some scandal which you probably might know of or you might not know yes, of yes you are absolutely right i may be i may be part of many scandals of which i'm not aware <laughs> yes. yeah same here i would love to know uh-huh. uh, but definitely there are a lot of There must be a lot of things you don't know about yourself which you get to know about from uh, yeah, others. Yeah, it's nice to know about you yeah. through scans and scans are really yeah. very good. It brings yeah. uh, you don't have to answer those scans. It gives you yourself a lot of weightage. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. I just I do sometimes feel that our market value is judged uh, by this only. Yes, <laughs> and and people who gossip or scans are there uh, really uh, are required. Yeah. They're very They, important part the whistleblowers. the whistle blows and they are the media people who are uh, living a life in an anonymity they don't even have a degree in journalism yes. but they are the reporters they, they report on everything you yes, do every yes, every yes, move you make yes. every breath you take yes uh, <laughs> you're yeah. absolutely yeah. right and so the judgment is there yeah, judgment is of course you are being judged not only by yeah. the actual judge yeah. but also people who are there yeah. as onlookers or reporters yeah. Yeah. so you so are how being is judged. the how so is people. how is the court life different from the actual life but the the ketne the characters are the same the stage is the same but the 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 uh, practicality of it how how does it go you can't sue these people na but there you can sue people well one can sue if you are being defamed by anyone who talks about you and you feel in that in, in india, india. No. in india uh, the the value of defamation is not really very high mm. once he defames you and ultimately mm. he comes and apologizes everything is gone for the sex yeah, so you can't really um, sue him yeah. because he's apologized i was and following this johnny depp uh, case with a lot of fervor i was so interested in fact i was uh, my eyes were tired because i was seeing so many of these videos and i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed what the lawsuit was going on mm-hmm. and and the and the kind of banter between the two parties how they kind of uh, found the truth how they nailed her but i think he was basically just lucky that she kind of uh, slipped because uh, you know the disguise came off in yeah. between in bits and parts and uh, somehow the truth prevailed that's what we can see from here very very interesting case that was so but then i feel that maybe in the uh, countries which are not in india there uh, these defamation cases uh, are more prevalent in in a better manner here who all are you going to kind of uh, bring to the katahara would you katahara kehte hai kat ghada kat ghada is a witness box witness so, box yeah uh, uh, you're right kina kis kis ko khada karenge overcrowded ho jayega yahan overcrowded hota hai and then you know there are people trying to make using you and you become a laughing stock of so many people yeah you uh discuss and try to prove yourself you're right and this process continues from day in and day out and ultimately find the whole process of going through this uh was really an exercise in futility yeah and uh, and then you ultimately feel that the gossips are there the media is there uh, other people are there 
who have enjoyed thoroughly with what you faced mm. so it was food for them yes. so that way you can be satisfied at least you got nothing but uh, a lot of people enjoyed at your cost this is something i've seen it is basically in the nature of some people in which they rejoice this kind of entertainment and i feel those that particular sect of people are the ones who actually have nothing substantial to do in life in their own lives they are the people leading a very useless life and in order to make it interesting they they go to the other side instead of you know uh, refining their lives uh, by by some things which uh, can benefit them and society what they start doing is they start finding uh, happiness in the unhappiness of others uh, well you're absolutely right tina uh, everybody has his own way of handling things uh, well a certain amount of sadism is also there mm. the enjoyment uh, through uh, others facing a trouble and you also are aware that the trouble is just um uh, in a process uh, where the nothing is right it's all is wrong but still people are enjoying uh, i think people have a lot of time in the world to enjoy life at the cost of others yeah and what other feels and what is gone through nobody realizes and if you actually see what is gone through is really very sad and he's being judged by people who have nothing to do like a doctor mm. uh, he feels he faces a situation where they say he's not qualified he may be over qualified so people are making fun uh, with a person who's so well qualified so that process when it goes and it hurts it's very hurting nobody knows how much hurt one feels but he's getting enjoyment maybe over drinks or tea or whatever uh, i think there should be a curb in all this but they can't be you have a right to say what you want but uh, like you have article 19 and you have an article 19 well whatever you can say but certain amount of restriction is contained in article 19 2 so that restriction part is there so one should be very of that situation so not trying to say things uh, which are absolutely unhealthy absolutely wrong and such an indulgence uh, is really uh, Uh, shows how you are trying to rattle and browbeat an individual which is not correct but um, i feel it's like um, it's a very hum- human thing that you know we meet a lot of people who are all very different in their uh, doings in their nature likes and dislikes so when you interact with different kind of people the best or the worst out of you also comes out and in the end how to deal with it is uh, basically depending on your own maturity level your own experience in life that how can you curb your own emotions like anger hatred jealousy affection how can you keep it balanced yeah. it gets confusing uh, doesn't well, it uh, well tina i as a person would say wait and do not um, say things which can hurt anybody uh the process of waiting is very important and to let people say because if you start responding there'll be more and more queries coming up and you'll be put in a witness box unnecessarily it's a very hurting process one goes through uh, primarily you can't stop people from saying what they want they will say and it's better to consciously you should make a decision it's better not to listen to them i this is what i feel 
and in real life i was just contemplating that you know sometimes uh, like my basic uh, nature is that i try to avoid till the last minute any kind of a confrontation or any kind of unpleasantness but people in that process because of your silence or because of your non committal behavior in getting into an argument initially they start taking you for granted and then they start kind of nudging you more and more on a daily basis because their basic nature is not letting them stop themselves well tina you're absolutely right uh, well you have two sets of individuals where if i'm judged as a lawyer my uh, the judgment would be different and i would treat it in a different manner and the second part would be as just an ordinary person not connected with, with my profession uh, the effect would be different Now I take up the first factor as a lawyer. A lawyer, I present my brief in the best possible manner to say that the client is absolutely correct, and the judge is there who listens to me. And when I address the court, I address both on facts and law. And now, when I say about law, I refer to certain judgments of the Supreme Court, and uh, these judgments may have dealt with a certain matter similar to the one which I am addressing. and I go to support my arguments with the various judgments of the honorable supreme court whether the judge agrees with me or not that is entirely different now the second set of individuals who are being judged by people who may be gossipy who may be involved in sharing your gossip may be enjoying it and you become a laughing stock of them and i think uh, you should be a little wary of this situation the, the latter part and uh, uh, in over indulgence over discussions in matters where people are not really trained uh, the there could be lack of education there could be lack of experience so any sort of discussion with such individuals will only bring in the worst in you because it will be a defeatist attitude you cannot face them you cannot fight them mm. which i absolutely agree mm. you can face and fight a case in the court and win a case but you can't win over people who are not related to the matter at all mm. and in general life uh, when we talk to people of different natures uh, this thing which i was talking about your silence sometimes is mistaken as your uh, weakness or i don't know people don't back off i've seen they don't back off in being sarcastic and uh, then you know uh, making these uh, kind of uh, jokes or just kind of hurting you in some way and when you lash back at them or you or you react in when you obviously by the end of the, it it would be lashing back because you've been kind of uh, restraining yourself for a long time so it comes back as a lashing back they cannot take your lashing back why not if you have been kind of uh, probing the other person and uh, how is it that you don't expect somebody to uh, revert back or lash back at you uh well i'm a little different in okay. handling such a situation because you see i'm paid to argue right so i feel uh, i prepare my brief well and paid my fees mm. to argue this mm. now here where are there are individuals mm. where i have to prove my point and no matter how much i try i will not be able to prove my point mm. and i try and avoid a situation which could lead to confrontation mm. and it could be a ugly situation in which it will be difficult to retrace myself mm. so i think this the latter part i avoid uh, uh, getting into a discussion 
or a communication which can bounce back or a or boomerang so i think a uh, discussion uh, especially where you are uh, communicating with individuals who are not well versed with the subject so the defeat would be imminent so how do you control yourself from not retorting and reverting back well it's you better to laugh it out and say you are absolutely right ah, <laughs> so that's, that's what i do that's the trick of the trade that's the trick of the trade right. so yeah. there'll be no further communication yes. on that point for that you have to really let your ego down yes yes you have to really good, let your ego, ego down because ego doesn't really mm. help uh, if one can let go the I ego i know yes. i have too much of it i i think that's why i can't just sometimes say that oh you are right i want to tell them damn you are wrong can't you get it stop it yeah i tell you an yes. incident tina yeah. where there were two individuals and both were extremely well read mm. and they were communicating with with each other the arguments went on till almost 3 am it's the correct situation absolutely correct mm. what i'm trying to mm. the lady concerned is extremely intelligent harvard educated mm. uh, well the gentleman is a iitian so they both started discussing mm. point after another and nobody would give up and they would huh. both look at me huh. trying to say hey you rectify what i'm saying huh. is correct huh. and i would look at them and smile and put my head down hmm. so i avoided rectifying any of their suggestions or hmm. arguments hmm. and then i just stood up and said you are both too good hmm. for each other hmm. and over good for me yeah. i don't think i can be a judge of the of a, of a person who's so extraordinarily intelligent So that's how I brought the situation to oh, an end. Oh wow. Yeah. That that's a good one. That's yeah. a great way of dealing with such yes. a situation. Yes. Yeah, I I still have to learn the trick of the trade because I feel um I'm a little uh, upfront and outspoken sometimes. Yes, there are times when I kind of uh, uh don't react for a long time, but then when my reaction comes out, people are not able to take it because I've been quiet for a long time. You know? so it is it becomes a it doesn't become a part of your basic nature they are expecting you to react for a long time and they keep uh, kind of goading you goading you till you react and when you react they're not able to take it because they feel that this is very uh, different from your basic nature and then they get back to you by saying that oh this is how you are i'm like this is how you made me i feel i, I want to tell them this is what you're making me behave like yeah tiral answer is a little different hmm your queries extremely good now you know i think when you are going to a point of where your ego could also come up mm-hmm. and be hurt mm-hmm. i think one should let go the ego number one right okay and how if you how feel, is very uh, important well just you know like supposing i say huh. i am arguing for a judge hmm. and the judge is not very happy with my argument hmm. and he has stated certain words which are little hurting instead of relenting and responding to his hmm. because it can boil down to my client losing his case hmm. so coolly we say i bowed down to lordship and extremely sorry for the words that i used i take back my words hmm. so it is not really ego though the ego of the gentleman of the judge hmm. according to what we saw and experienced hmm. did get hurt but you are accountable as a lawyer one is accountable to not your conscience but hmm. to your client he has much more to lose because if you lose your cool right. he loses his case so you go to handle that as a professional mm. and even if you let go your ego and bow down to what you feel is not you are not even wrong but still you say i'm sorry i take back my words it's better because ultimately your arguments will prevail and the ego of the judge has 
not been hurt and if it was he'll feel elated so that's a basic human weakness ego is a basic human weakness mm, very difficult to overcome i'm well, telling you well uh, i have fought this situation and i think that because primarily in normal your, life the concern the like concern it's should it's be a, for as a professional only your case mm. presenting your case in the best so possible manner so your focus manner. should focus be on your own case, priority on priority because i am here i am paid to do my case in the best possible manner of course there is no guarantee for winning the case there is guarantee of presenting your case properly okay yeah. and mm. uh, that guarantee needs to be uh, exhibited all right So now we'll come up with another segment because we'll give everyone a break yeah. and uh, we had a wonderful conversation for exactly 24 minutes and 42 seconds but I'm sure you enjoyed each and every second of it it's still ticking and we will continue because I know you want to hear more so bye bye till then